Today's Vad is Le'ilui Neshmat of Rameyer Ben Svi and the Zichut of the Limura Torah and the Zichut of the Tzedakah that the Shomer should have an Aliyah. Okay, this may be our last Vad before Tishabov. Um, possibly I'm going to give a Vad later today, maybe to the Oilum from Karanatur, BMG boys. So we'll uh, send it to you if you want it. Um, okay, so bottom line, we have to know certain things, you say this, we have to try to get the last minutes here before Tisha B'Av, that something about the Jewish nation that we have to know. The Jewish nation has a certain individuality that makes it different than every single nation in the world. Number one, the Jewish nation is referred to Am Echad, a unified nation, something that does not exist in the rest of the world, that Klal Yisrael is considered like Ki'ish Echad Belev Echad, one reality. Even though we are different individuals and we have different personalities and we have different lives, and in an external way it seems like we are different people, maybe with a common mission and a common goal, but that's not the way the unity of Klal Yisrael works. That's the unity of the rest of the world. That even if the Jew, the Goyim, they asu kulam aguda ahat, the Ramchal says, that the nations of the world, even if they unify, it's like a aguda. Aguda means you take a bunch of, let's say, sticks, individual things, and you tie them together. It's not actually one. So in the nations of the world, if they want to have unity, it's still individuality with a common mission. But Klal Yisrael, in the Metzius, it's something that you can't see it, it's Ruchni. In the Metzius, we are in actuality one entity, which I have to explain that how that looks in the real world. But that's the way it is. Klal Yisrael is Amechad. And it has to be that way. Because Hakadosh Baruch Hu is Echad, Hashem is referred to as Echad. Hashem is in a unified way; has all the Shlemus in him in a unified way, which is also a very deep concept. And Hashem, which is Echad, Ata Echad, the Shimcha Echad, or Mika Amcha Yisrael Echad. Right. So, being that Hashem attaches to Klal Yisrael. Klal Yisrael is called the Kinyan of Hashem. We are attached to Him. The only way we can be attached to Hashem is if we are one. We have that quality of Echad. We have the quality of Echad. Hashem is Echad. So we can become one unified, attached. Klal Yisrael, Yisrael, the Arais of the Kuchibrichu Chad Hu. Obviously, each one of these points are extremely deep. But that's the reality which that individuality of Klal Yisrael, which makes them the only nation that can attach to Hashem, makes them, in a certain way, above and separated, muvdal from the Amin. We're not the same. We have a Maila El it's called. We have a certain aboveness, a certain spirituality to us, which makes us not really able to be mechubar, attached to the nations of the world. 
the only way that the nations of the world ultimately, after Mashiach comes, can have some form of attachment to Klal Yisrael is similar to attachment of a husband and wife. Klal Yisrael represents the husband, and the nations of the world are considered like the wife of Klal Yisrael, but never going to be equal with them. Okay? So this is the aboveness that we have. And this is a spiritual reality. It's a spiritual reality. Now this is the underlining cause for all the anti-Semitism, obviously. Because the nations of the world cannot handle that aboveness and that uniqueness. So therefore they try to dissolve us and to make us regular. Okay, so that's the, the background behind everything that's going on. So it's important for us to know, based on this understanding, this is what the Maharal taught us, a new oimik in achdus. Because simply we always looked at achdus is that you're supposed to be nice to people and good to people and, and work together with people. But now we understand that achdus is the metzias, ruchni of Klal Yisrael, since the Metzius Ruchni and the identity and the, the name Klal Yisrael could only exist as a, as a group, as a Klal, so our avoida of Achtus is in order to become in touch with that inner unity that Be'etzim is there in the Pneumius and we have to actualize it in the reality. So Achtus is really for the Metzius of Klal Yisrael. The second part is that we learn from the Maral is if we don't have achdus, then the Jewish religion and identity and attachment to Hashem can't be. Because Hashem is not mashrish shechinosai on an individual. Hashem doesn't put a shechin on one person. Hashem puts a shechin on the klal. So if we don't have a klal, we don't have shechina. Once we don't have a klal and we don't have our spiritual chius, then we no longer can withstand the pressure of Golas, which ultimately leads to assimilation. Follow? So Achdus is a much more fundamental thing than just Ben Odom Lachaver. Achdus is the aside of the entire Kolatar Kula. Okay? Now, <clears throat> this Achdus needs to, needs help. Kalim, to get to it. To reach it, because we all live an individual life, and we all have individual personalities, and we all have individual circumstances. So we need something that to help us achieve that oneness that we have. Okay, so I'm going to read you a few pieces from Maral from different prokem over here to understand how the Beis Hamikdash played that role. Okay, because the Beis Hamikdash we know is called Bet Hayenu. We say that in the afternoon. It's a bet hayenu. It's the house that gives us our vitality. Gives us our chiyus. How does it do that? So I'm going to read you a couple of things and we'll get the idea. Okay? So in Perik Dalid in Netzach Yisrael, the Maral says, Ki Yisrael mit'ahdim al yidei beis ha-megdash. Shehoyelem koyen echod, mizbeach echod, v'nesru habomois. Shaloi Hoyo Pirud Vechiluk Be Yisro. 
Lochein beis hamigdash al yodohem uma achashlem. Beis hamigdash is what made us into one nation, complete. Umebnekach nechrov abayis b'shvil sinaschinam, which we'll talk about that. Shenech lekul levovam v'ayim mechulakim. Since there was too much individuality going on over there, loy hoyu reuyim lemigdash, they were not befitting. It didn't fit the mikdash. Asher hu hayis achdus yisro. So now the maral over here brings this chazal shenesru habamois. They weren't allowed to do avoida in a private way. A bomber is your private mizbeach. Nesra bombers, you have to have one mizbeach and one coin. So we're talking about avoid here. It's a very deep thing, the Maral is saying, because we're talking about avodah. We're not talking about individuality that I want to become a millionaire and then enjoy life. We're talking about serving Hashem. And the point of the bomber would to be to serve Hashem through my personal experiences and my personal connection with Hashem and my individuality. So that would be very much connected to a bomber. It's not Avoid uh, Zara, uh, right? But to some degree, that's a problem that becomes similar to an Avoid Zara, which we'll talk about. That basically what you're doing is you're not serving as part of a group, as part of Claudia. You're doing your own thing. We're going to have to figure out how individuality works in Klaviso. But the step one is that the Avoida is one place. One Mizbeach, one Kohen Godel. Everybody Klaviso goes together. Aliyah Laregel. Oimdim Tzvufim. They would all pack into the Beis HaMikdash and do the Avoida in a way that they would push it. Tzafuf one to the next because it comes only as a unified Avoid. That's how it works. Now, this, the morale of a different place, I believe, and other before Hashem, speak about Korach's mistake. Because Korach wanted to say, And you don't need to have a kind God. That was his Taina, right? His Taina was, you don't have to have one Mizbeach, one kind God, one unified Avoidah, because every single person has a, a tremendous way of connecting to Hashem. And that was Moshe Rabbeinu said he's wrong. You have to have a kind God. So we'll see how the individuality works, but the first and foremost is that it has to be a unified Avoidah. We know there's an unbelievable morale in his Sefer on Pirkei Avot, where it says over there that Aaron Akoyin's Mido, what was Aaron Akoyin's Mido? Aaron Akoyin was a Oyev Shalom, he loved peace. The he chased peace, right? Oyevas Abrius, he loved the Jewish people. Umekarvan Latoira, and he brought them closer to Torah. And the Maral is bothered over there amongst the few questions, but basically is bothered that there's no real Mekiris and Psukim that tell us these things about Aaron Akoyin. So where's the source, and how does the Mishnah take it on as a Dover Poshet? That Aaron Akoyin was a Oyev Shalom, a Roid of Shalom. Oyev is a Brius of Makarvan, the Torah, where they see that. So over there, the Maral says this big Yisoy that he's talking about over here, that the Metzias of a Kohen Godel presupposes that. Because the point of the Kohen Godel 
was to be ma'achid, Klal Yisrael, to make them into one unit for Avoidah. The point of the Kohen Gadol was to make a unity between Hashem and Klal Yisrael. To be makarvan Hashem. That's the metzias of the job of the Kohen Gadol. So you have to be that person. You can't be a Kohen Gadol if you're not a person who's Oyeva Sabriya so makarvan the Torah. You can't be a Kohen Gadol if you're not Oyev Shalom right of Shalom. You have to have that Midah. To do your job as a Kohen Gadol, you have to have that Midah. Otherwise, you can't do the job. So it's not like a Kohen Gadol. He just knew how to bring Korbonus, and he knew how to do Avodah Beis Hamikdash, and he was a very holy guy, etc., etc. No, that's not good for the job. Maybe that you can do something else, but not Kohen Gadol. Because the Metzius of Beis Hamikdash was to create that unity in Klal Yisrael, because basically we all have our individuality, but if we all come into the Makam HaMikdash and we're serving Hashem, elevating above our selfishness, and we're going to a higher place through the Avoidah, that's actually what brings out the Metzius of Klal Yisrael's Achtas. I'll read you another few lines. And Parakei writes, Ki al yidei beis hamikdash biyirushalayim nasa kol er yisrael ki ish echod veloyho yirushalayim they weren't allowed libnois kol echad veechad bomala atzmoi right achikol al yidei beis hamikdash yisrael am echad right and again he speaks out kasher hayochiluk beinayim nechrav hamokam azeh. Right? We know that the Pasuk in Tehillim says, Yerushalayim ha-benuya ke'ir shechubera la-yachdav. Right? So the Yerushalayim ha-gigga says, Ir shehoya oise kol Yisrael chaver. When people came to Yerushalayim together to do Avoida, it, it, it made them into chaver. It took away their differences. That was the whole Yisrael of Yerushalayim and Beis HaMikdash was to create this Echot. Right? One more. I'll read you one more piece. Kein Yisrael Am Echot Heim Kinyonoi Shal HaKodesh Baruch Hu Varei Adovah Mavur Ki Kinyon Nikre Dovashu Shaloi Konuloi Legamre Metzad Atzmoi Bemashem Ayuchad Loi Elov Meaning, like I told you before, that the only way that Jewish people could attach to Hashem, the only way it's shayich to attach to Hashem, is if Klai Yisrael's echod. Hashem, who's echod, could attach to Klai Yisrael, that's called kinyanoi, he's dovuk to them, that's only through echod. So basically, in other words, without Yerushalayim, without Beis HaMikdash, without Mizbech echod, without Kohen Godel, the spiritual reality of Jewish people, they're suffering a spiritual death. Because once we become a Fuzum, a Furid ben Ha'amim, and we're no longer in the Makam, and we no longer have the Beis HaMikdash, then we push it, can't survive as a Jewish nation. It's not Shaykh and Matthias. It's like a person, if you would cut his arm off and leave it on the side, the arm is going to wither away and die. Because it has no Makam Chiyus. So that's what it means. Beis HaMikdash is Beis Chayenu. It's the house that gave us our vitality, gave us our chikas. So Pashanat Shaykh HaMetzis. You got it? And this is a big issue, which we're going to try to work on. 
So the Maral in a number of places goes ahead to say that Be'etzem in Golus it's not Shaykh Metzius for Klai to survive. It's out of their environment, it's out of their nature, they're broken up. It's not Shaykh Metzius to survive. It requires a very special Hashkacha protest to survive. Hashem has to be with us in the Golus in order that we can survive it. So let's just take a step back for a second, okay? We spoke about the other day that Golus serves a purpose. It's not just a tikkun on a chet, it serves a purpose. Because we said that Hashem wanted a certain world, okay? And in order to have that world, He has to have an am echod, right? He has to have the whole world is clear and sees the Enoid Mulvadoi, right? We have to have the nations of the world subservient to Klal Yisrael. That's what he wants. But what he wants needs to be developed, right? We gave a motion. Just like a person comes into this world with a lot of potential, but that potential needs 80, 90, 100 years to develop into actual. And the development over time... Anything good has to be developed over time when it's in this world. There's no such thing as instant. You have to develop it. So the development process requires tests and difficulties. So just like an individual person requires tests and difficulties to develop himself, Klal Yisrael and the world at large needs to go through cycles to develop itself. Okay? So Golos is a chalik of the development. But how does it work? Right? So, Klal Yisrael has to develop, this is the deep point there, Klal Yisrael has to develop Achtas to the highest level possible. Because that's the Metzies. In order to facilitate Hashem's plan in the world, there have to be a Am Echad Lagamri. Okay? So, Hashem gave them tests in that area. During the second base Hamikdash, they were tested in that area to see if we could bring out the depth of the oneness. Now they failed that test, okay? So we have to go into the concept of Golas to fix that. Now this is a very deep thing. To fix it, you have to do a very scary and dangerous surgery. You have to intensify the problem. And then you make a tikkun. This is a whole deep schmooze in itself, but that's how uh Nisyan is work. Rebel speaks about in the Sefer. So basically, what they do to us, what Hashem do, He put us in a situation where we Mufuzim, Mufur bin Amim, and now it's even harder to have Achtas. And then we have to fix over there. But once we make that Tikkun and Achtas under the most difficult circumstances, then we actually built the concept of achdus, which is needed for Mashiach. So it's part of the development process, okay? So let's see what's the eights of Lamaisa. We're put into a situation. We have to have a tochnit. When it comes to Golas, you have to have a tochnit. You have to have a uh, understanding what you got to do, right? So we're going to work off one Gemara. We're not going to finish the whole Gemara today. We're going to do one piece, part of that Gemara. So the Gemara in, uh, in Brochus on Dafchas, Says, 
That's the answer to the riddle, which we have to explain. How do we uh, deal with the test of Golas? We have three ways we have to do. Oisik Batayra, Begimilas Chasadim, or Mespalim Atzimah. Let's read a little bit from Maral and get at least the Mespalim Atzimah right now. Okay? So Maral says like this. Berotru kam bezeh. In order for the Jewish people to survive the Golas, they have to have the Shechina with them. Otherwise, they can't survive because it's not natural. When the nation gathers towards Hashem, that reality of praying together is Yitzia min Pizur Yisrael, Ashahem Pizurim ben Omas. Since we are spread amongst the nations, where's a way that we could come together? That's through davening with a tzibur. Right? Vuhu nechshav pidyoin me ben Omas. Kashem is asvin al Hashem Yisborach litfilosoi. Ubezem yoitzim in a Pizur. Kikasha Yisrael hem ben Omas. When the Jewish people are amongst the nations of the world, even if we're a thousand people, it means we could have a huge community. Lakewood, Brooklyn, Williamsburg, Muncie, right? You can have huge communities. It doesn't matter how many Jews are living together. They're still considered not a unified body. Okay? So what, the only way to make us unified is when we go into the, to the Davin B'tzibur. That's the only way to make it. Okay? So this, this now changes a very big perspective about Davin B'tzibur. Because it's not only that you have a halacha that you have to pray with a minyan. It's not, uh, uh, it's much bigger than that. You could actually pray with a minyan and not do what he's saying. So it's not the point of praying with a minyan. It's, we're going out of our individual lives together to serve Hashem together as a unit. That's a different thing. That's going above yourself and your selfishness. And your personal life. Now that's not such an easy thing. Because most people, even when they pray, they only have kavona when they think about what they need. So that's not tefillah. Because you say, Rifa'e nu. Bareche nu. What does that mean? Of course I'm thinking about my individual needs. But when I realize that my individual needs is really attached to the needs of Klal as a whole, then I could pray. Because I have to see it as a part. So for example, if I am financially stable, what does that do? Financially stable, does that say that, oh, now I can buy a yacht, and now I can buy a few hundred pairs of shoes, and now I can buy, uh, go to call Gabby to see if I can go on these vacations, uh, you know, whatever. Is that why I want my parnosa? Is that, is that, that's an individual thing, right? But if I say, Barichenu, that I have Parnosa, so now, 
I could now send my kids to yeshivas. I could support local businessmen, Jewish businessmen, even though it's a little more expensive. But at least I'm helping them so they can buy kosher food. They can send their kids to yeshivas. We can, we can, the population of Klausel becomes much more efficient, right? So now my needs are attached to the needs of others. So that's the way it works. There's no individuality in prayer. I first begin thinking about my needs and my chesroiness and what I could do, but then I have to bring that into a place of tzibur. Why do you want to be a tamachacham? Well, what for? So that way you can have a good name in this world. So now I'm a lamdin, and people will know me for that. And then I will use the tzibur, you see? That's a different thing. I will use the tzibur to become famous. If there's no one to talk to, then you don't have any identity, you know? That's not what we're saying. The more understanding of Ashkafa and Torah that I have, the more I can be of assistance in the Klal where they need me. You see, that's a big difference. This is an assignment for a big person. So let's say, I'll give you an example. There was a man named Raborah Kaplan. Okay? Raborah Kaplan was a Magid Shir, Torah Vadas, Koshaba Magid Shir. And then he was approached to take over uh, the movement of Besiako for the girls. Okay? So that's like a downgrade in position, you know? You were a maggot chair, and now you have to be a head of girls' school. So if it's about individuality, me uh, wanting to be, bring out all my genius, koiches, and my chedushe Torah, and it's much more geschmack, you know, to speak over there in front of the boys, give them shirim, better for me. So then Rabbi Kotler told him, other people could teach Gemara Rashi Taisis. But not everybody could run a girls' school. That takes a certain chush, a certain zach. And that's where you're needed. Aha. So you see that your involvement in the tzibur is where you're needed for the tzibur, not for yourself. You follow? So the individuality has to be sacrificed. It's not sacrificed like Amre, because you have to be mesugal, to be in charge of the girls' school. You have to be, be able to do that job. Not everybody can do that job. But the, the individuality is coming out in a way where it's beneficial for the tzibur, not beneficial for yourself. You understand? So, once my Rebbe told me this, or May Hershkowitz, when I was back in Deal, and we started the yeshiva with younger guys, and we're building them up, and now it was a question to either bring in a maggot shear as they're growing above my shear, and I should stay with the fresh crop that comes in, or we should bring in a maggot shear for the fresh crop that comes in, and I should go up to the higher shear, right? So I went to talk to Ramey Hershkowitz what to do. Ramey Hershkowitz said, it goes where the tzibur needs. Nothing to do with you. Not that, ah, I have, a, I have a top share, you know. It's good for the shidduchim of my kids and all that stuff, right? No. It doesn't go like that. If somebody can give the top share just like you can, same, and people can't bring in the young crop and build them, then that's what you do. That's it. So you see, it's saying a deep thing. Because you are using your personality. 
It's not like your personality is gone. You're using it. But you have to be pushed in a direction that it's needed for the tzibur. It's not about you, it's about the tzibur. You follow? This is a very deep thing. So this takes place in tefillah. In tefillah we're thinking about the tzibur. We're not thinking about ourselves. But then you can think that if you have parnasa or you have refuel, or you have what you have in a way that the tzibur is going to need it, that's tefillah. And now there's a lot to speak about. So we have to stop here now. But I'm saying this is a whole new perspective on life, which is the essence of the avoid of Tisha B'Av, the etzim. Okay, we'll have to stop here for today.